Hello, and welcome to LitCast, a podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors of books in every fiction genre, including science fiction and fantasy, mystery, and romance. I'm Rose Fox. I'm one of the reviews editors at Publishers Weekly, and today I'm speaking with Jonathan Mayberry. He's one of the contributors to Limbus, Inc. It's published by Journalstone, the sponsor of today's podcast. Hi, Jonathan. Welcome to LitCast. Hi, Rose. Thanks for having me on. We're very, very happy to have you here, and I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about Limbus, which, as as I understand it, Limbus Inc. is a shared world as well as the title of the book. So, so tell me a little bit about how you and four other authors collaborated on making this happen. Well, they uh, they reached out to us. Uh, Journalstern reached out to us and asked. Uh, uh, the five of us, there's Benjamin Kane, Etheridge, Joe Nassis, Ann Petty, Brett Talley, and myself, to contribute in, in a shared world story. And the shared world in this particular case is this very sketchy, very strange uh, employment agency that reaches out to people through various ways and, and offers them very bizarre jobs. And the authors were given the opportunity to interpret that setup in, in any way they wanted. And we went in, in radically different ways. You know, some people went off world with it. I stayed in kind of a urban fantasy genre. Um, it, it allowed for a lot of um, interpretation for what you know where you can go storytelling wise with that. And at the same time, they created a uh, a framing story that kind of tied all the stories together to make it part of this the shadowy uh, employment agency world. Thank you very much for that explanation. So, what is Limbus then? What is this core idea that you were all playing around with? Well, the uh, the Limbus company uh, is something that, that we don't, or they they don't really heavily define. They don't want it to be too heavily defined. Um, it's an organization that offers uh, employment in situations where you know, I, I guess essentially an X factor needs to be introduced into uh, something. Um, the the character you know in each story is the person uh that kind of kicks things in, a, in an interesting new direction in my story for example to private investigator hired to to uh um search for miss- a missing girl and uh it very, very well may be that the client uh that limbus has uh for this particular thing is one of the victims one actual ghost from um uh, the, the killers who uh, had been who had taken this girl. So Limbus gets clients from all different from uh, all different ways. They're very strange clients. Sometimes we don't get to know too much about them all the time, and we never really see inside you know Limbus itself. Um, they're leaving that as a bit of a mystery as to uh, as to what that is and how it was formed. I, and I kind of like that mysterious vibe, but I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think I would like it if if we knew everything about Limbus. On the other hand, I feel like that must give you um, maybe almost enough rope to hang yourself. How do you how do you put enough limitations on it that it's not just they show up, tell you everything, give you everything you need, and then uh, set the protagonist up to automatically win the day? That's a good question. Partly, you know, we have some conversations with the editors to to get an idea of you know some do's and don'ts, and some of those do's and don'ts I can't share because they would be spoilers for the actual stories, uh, you know, limitations uh, and all uh, things that are limitations in one way also do open some creative doors. Um, we don't really have uh, too much of a problem with with going too far because once the stories are in, they get vetted by the editors, and uh, there were some tweaks that we each had to make uh, make to uh, 
to keep the stories in the Limbus world. And of course, then after those stories were in, they wrote the framing story that tied them all together. So it was really a nice bit of preliminary setup and then a little bit of retrofitting afterwards to make sure everything fits smoothly and harmonious. And uh, having read you know the other stories now, it, it amazes me. If I had read them separately without the, uh, the, the framing story, I would say they're from totally different worlds. But they tie them together so nicely. Uh, it was very clever. Tell me a little bit more about your story. You said it's a private investigation, which sounds like a mystery story, but this is more of a, a speculative anthology. So what's the speculative element there? Well, the urban fantasy genre t- tends to lend itself toward uh, unusual private investigators. You know, uh, writers like Laurel Hamilton and, and uh, Simon Green and Jim Butcher have paved the way for private investigators in a very noir storytelling style to investigate bizarre stories, often with um, some supernatural elements to it. In my particular case, um, the character of Sam Hunter as uh, a character I've, I've used in a previous story. He's a uh, what's known as a Benedanti. That's actually something from the folklore of the Catholic Church from the Middle Ages, uh, from the actually the, the time of the Inquisition. The Benedanti were uh, people from Livonia and, and other areas uh, around there who believed that they were werewolves. And they, they believed that they would at night become werewolves and go out and fight monsters on the side of heaven. And um, these families genuinely believed this. There was even one member of the Benedanti clans, a guy named Tice, who was put on trial by the ex- uh, Inquisition and tortured. To, to, they, they wanted to get him to admit that he was actually evil, but they couldn't break him. So finally, the Inquisition let him go. And there are very few times the Inquisition lets anybody go. And they said that he must have the power of God if he is able to, to withstand, you know, their enhanced interrogation. Um, and, you know, he became known as the Hound of God, and the Benedanti means good walkers. So that tradition goes back to Etruscan times and um, has been there for, you know, thousands of years. And the character Sam Hunter is, is the current member of that, of one of those, those ancient families. So when he takes on a client, he essentially adopts them into his pack. And um, he will do anything to protect his pack. So it, it has a, it's a werewolf story, but the werewolf element of it is not the centerpiece. It's an, an element of the noir mystery investigation, uh, which is a pretty standard noir setup, is the centerpiece of the story. And I had I had fun writing a a novella uh, based on you know using the noir private investigator trope. And where do you see Limbus going from here? Are there plans for further anthologies in the future? There are. In fact, I'm, I'm going to be writing stories for the next two Limbus anthologies. Uh, and I expect with each one, I know that there, there are uh, other writers involved in it, uh, not just the, the guys who were in the first book. And they're, they're going to bring in a great mix. I know Joe McKinney is going to be involved in one of them. And he's a, a Bram Stoker award-winning writer, mostly known for zombie stories, though, I, uh, though he's also a homicide cop down in San Antonio. So he's probably going to bring in some element of investigation based on his personal experience, uh, with or without zombies, I'm not sure. But uh, each 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 new uh, Limbus collection will try to to reinvent it and and make it as fresh as possible, um, and that's that's exciting and fun. It's not going to be a rehash. It's going to be just paving new ground constantly, and, and that's something that that's pretty exciting in in um, in modern anthology. Something where they're willing to take risks and and go in directions the reader won't expect. So, with a lot of room to play in, um, and you're, you said you're signed up to do stories for the next two anthologies, I was going to ask what your favorite part is of writing in this shared world. Uh, 
it's funny. I, I actually kind of like the the challenge of staying within a shared world. I I, I was trained originally as a, as a, a magazine writer before I became a novelist, and I like you know the getting the assignment, working within the constraints, and yet finding the hook that makes it interesting and different and unique. Um, so for the first story, you know, I had to take my my Sam Hunter character, and instead of him finding a client the normal way, I, it, it's a more mysterious client that comes through Limbus, and it took a little while to come up with with the inventive. Uh, the invention that would make it fun to write. Um, with the, with the other stories, I'm going to uh, e- either continue with the Sam Hunter's uh, character, or I may find new people who need some kind of employment. Maybe maybe exploring uh, somebody who's so desperate that he'll take any kind of a job. And Limbus doesn't necessarily offer the the most uh, appealing jobs. Um, but I want to get a chance. I have the opportunity to play a little bit and kind of reinvent my. Um, footprint in uh, in Limbus with each each new book. Well, that sounds very exciting. Limbus Inc. is coming out from Journal Stone in just a short while, and you'll be able to find it in bookstores, and then I guess we can look forward to at least two more, it sounds like. At least two more, and uh, they, I, I think these books are going to do well, and I think people are really going to enjoy them. Um, and, and because of the format, they have you know they've it's not a crowded anthology. There are only five authors. It allows each of us to write a longer story that you know we can get really deep into character development and complex plotting, and and that's very satisfying as a writer, and it's very satisfying as a reader. I enjoyed reading the other stories and really getting into those characters. Well, great, thank you so much, Jonathan. I really appreciate you coming by to tell us all about it. My pleasure. We've been speaking with Jonathan Mayberry. He's one of the authors of Limbus, Inc., which is coming out from Journalstone. That's all for today's edition of LitCast. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out LitCast and PW's other excellent podcasts every month at PublishersWeekly.com.